0: Section twenty five of Collected Poems, nineteen o one to nineteen eighteen by Walter de la Mer. Read for LibriVox.org by Amy Koenig. The Dwelling Place. Deep in a forest where the kestrel screamed, Beside a lake of water clear as glass, The time worn windows of a stone house gleamed, Named only Alas yet happy as the wild birds in the glades of that green forest thridding the still air with low continued heedless serenades its heedless people were the throbbing chords of violin and lute the luster of lean tapers and dark eyes fair colors beauteous flowers faint-bloomed fruit made earth seem paradise to them that dwelt within this lonely house Like children of the gods in lasting peace, They ate, sang, danced, As if each day's carouse Need never pause nor cease. Some to the hunt would wend, With hound and horn and clash of silver, Beauty, bravery, pride, Heeding not one who on white horse upborne With soundless hoofs did ride. Dreamers there were who watched The hours away beside a fountain's foam, And in the sweet of phantom evening Neath the night-birds lay Did loved with loved one meet all, all were children. For the long day done, they barred the heavy door against lightfoot fear, and few words spake, though one known face was gone, yet still seemed hovering near. They heaped the bright fire higher, poured dark wine, and in long revelry dazed the questioning eye, curtained threefold the heart-dismaying shine of midnight streaming by. They shut the dark out from the painted wall, with candles dared the shadow at the door, sang down the faint reiterated call of those who came no more yet clear above that portal plain was writ confronting each at length alone to pass out of its beauty into night starlit that word alas the listeners is there anybody there said the traveler knocking on the moonlit door and his horse in the silence champed the grasses of the forest's ferny floor. And a bird flew up out of the turret, above the traveller's head, and he smote upon the door again a second time. "'Is there anybody there?' he said. But no one descended to the traveller. No head from the leaf-fringed sill leaned over and looked into his grey eyes, where he stood perplexed and still. But only a host of phantom listeners that dwelt in the lone house then, stood listening in the quiet of the moonlight to that voice from the world of men, stood thronging the faint moonbeams on the dark stair that goes down to the empty hall, hearkening in an air stirred and shaken by the lonely traveller's call. And he felt in his heart their strangeness, their stillness, answering his cry, while his horse moved, cropping the dark turf, neath the starred and leafy sky. For he suddenly smote on the door, even louder, and lifted his head, "'Tell them I came, and no one answered, that I kept my word,' he said. "'Never the least stir made the listeners, "'though every word he spake fell echoing through the shadowiness "'of the still house from the one man left awake. "'Ay, they heard his foot upon the stirrup, "'and the sound of iron on stone, "'and how the silence surged softly backward "'when the plunging hoofs were gone.' "'Time Passes,' There was naught in the valley but a tower of ivory, its basin wreathed with red flowers that at evening caught the sun's crimson as to ocean low he sped. Lucent and lovely it stood in the morning under a trackless hill, with snow's eternal muffling its summit, and silence ineffable. Sighing of solitude, winds from the cold heights haunted its yellowing stone. At noon its shadow stretched athwart cedars whence every bird was flown. Its stair was broken, its starlit walls were fretted, Its flowers shone wide at the portal, full-blown and fading, The last faint fragrance gone. And on high in its lantern a shape of the living Watched o'er a shoreless sea, From a tower rotting with age and weakness, Once lovely as ivory. End of section 25. This recording is in the public domain.